and welcome to the Redesigning Your Relationship podcast with your hosts, Yvette Valdenegro and Giovanna Burgess-White. Each week, we'll be discussing topics around relationships with a tangible, current, and forward approach. We dive deep and do not shy away from keeping the topic for your interpersonal relationships real. From business associates, acquaintances, to the most intimate relationships, we cover it all. You will laugh, learn, and be inspired by our approach, conversation, and amazing guests. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Redesigning Your Relationships Live. I'm your host, Giovanna Burgess-White, with my co-host. Hello, I'm Yvette Valdenegro. And if you're watching us live on Wednesday, welcome. We are here every single Wednesday for you talking about a relationship that you want to hear about in your life. And if you're listening to us on Fridays or on the replays, welcome. We have a podcast every single Friday. And no matter how you listen or how you watch, make sure that you put questions, comments, whatever you would like. We normally reply within 48 hours. And like always, we are here for you and we're creating content for you. So make sure that you send us anything that you want to hear about. Um, I'm excited because not only is it Women's History Month, Today, when we're recording, it is International Women's Day. um, First of all, you know, give yourself your own hug. Let's give each other our own hug. Thank you for you. We're amazing women. And the universe always aligns the most amazing guests. So today you get to see another duo. I think like everyone's like, what? Another duo and another duo who are coaches, female coaches. Um, I know Yvette has had the pleasure of meeting them in person. We were on their podcast, and so today we really get to talk about them, um, what they're doing in the world of coaching, um, and just know that we've been talking about it forever. There's a power in community and a power in numbers, and you don't have to do everything alone, so we're super excited to have them on and really just tell us their story and talk about anxiety because it's a thing. So did I miss anything before I bring our guests on? No, you did a great job. Oh, wonderful. So without further ado, I am going to bring Carrie and Andrea on. Welcome, ladies, to our show. Yay. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes. Oh, my God. So when I heard the two of you speak at the Heights Women's Luncheon, and I sat there, I, this is probably me sitting in my chair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, my God. Mm-hmm, looking around going, is anybody listening to this? Because this is yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And yes. Loved everything that you said because it so resonated with, you know, what Gio and I do. And I love that the space of coaching, the world of coaching means so many different things, but obviously it really resonated with you, what you ladies are doing. And then I love that intentionally and really the, that you give yourselves the name anxiety coaches. Everybody knows what anxiety is. Everyone has experienced a different level of anxiety, whether they realize it or not. So it's such a great thing. It's great that you're bringing this to all the communities around you. And so my first question is really just, let's just introduce you very quickly, both of you, who you are, give a very quick blurb as to like the space that you're in and what you do. And then really just answering the question, what is an anxiety coach? Like, let's just start there. Yes. And so thank you for having us. I'm Andrea Alexander, your anxiety expert. And um, my background, I found something different after 25 plus years of 
using regular types of therapy to understand what was, what I believed was wrong with me. And then I knew what was something that happened to me. And once I learned that I was having 15 to 20 panic attacks a day mm-hmm. and didn't know how to move through any of that. So, um, what I've learned is that what I've done is that I took trauma as a child and have moved it into my own victory um, and learning how to listen to my words and how to listen to my body and what my body is asking me for. And uh, it's completely changed my life. Love it. Carrie? Yes, um, I'm Carrie, Carrie Mushaw, and I am your anxiety coach. And for me, I always like to tell everybody, it's the explanation of if you would imagine being at the bottom of the ocean and you look up and you can see the top and you're swimming as fast as you can to get to the top and then you feel your chest contract and you can't breathe and then you swim harder and harder and harder and harder only to get to the top to take a breath and realize that tonight you go to sleep and tomorrow you wake up on the bottom of the ocean again. That was my life for 32 years before I discovered pure speech and that our words create our patterns, create in that will that was able to unravel for me exactly why I was on the bottom of the ocean every single day struggling to get by so that I could then transform it and be able to live life easy and waking up ready, energized and excited about what was going to happen during the day instead of dreading being on the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) And just a, a, a brief definition of anxiety. And so anxiety is what is something that we begin to take on when we have experienced some level of trauma whether it's our parents fought, there was a divorce, we have had, there may be sexual trauma, there may be um, emotional trauma, there may have been a car accident. It's where in our bodies we had something that felt so big that our head couldn't handle it. And so it goes into our body. And so all, tra- all anxiety is a form of separation anxiety, a form of separation anxiety. It's where we have left our bodies because of something that was so scary. And one of the things I'm aware of is our subconscious mind doesn't play in size. Sandcastle Empire State Building, it doesn't know the difference. It's the same. If you had a roach jump on you in the middle of the night and scared the patootie out of you, or if someone came into your home and put a gun to your head your it, the fear in your body feels exactly the same. It's that rush of adrenaline, that rush. And so fear is fear no matter what. And so that's what anxiety is asking us to look at the root of what we cre- uh, created the feeling so that we can be with that and move it on. And most of us are afraid of what we don't know and don't understand. And so what but- happens anxiety is that, We're trying to figure things out and we can't because our body just is asking us to feel. I mean, the definition of anxiety is to worry and have unease about something we don't know. Yeah. 
You know, so we, I love this because let's just be real. We went through COVID and there was so much change and there's still change. Change is going to keep happening in our world, but it just seems like it's more personal now or like it's affecting more people, like the layoffs that are going on, inflation. It's just like, there's so much, you know, and I, and I'm right now when you guys are talking, I could just hear or see someone out there listening to this. Andrea, when you, when you just shared, I'm like, someone's going, oh my God, that is like the description, like they could feel. She understands what, what I feel inside and what I'm experiencing on a day in and day out basis, because they themselves, they can see in their world, things are changing. It's, it, there isn't for sure. There aren't like, you know, like maybe they're fearful they're going to get laid off or maybe they did, or maybe they're not meeting their bills or maybe the relationship's falling apart or, you know, they're going through a crisis of, or health issue, whatever it is, it's, it's happening. So the fact that you, you know, created this space to really speak to someone in this moment, but I, I mean, I feel like this is just like, let's just go there, but let's go there. Someone's feeling all that. What is it in right now in the moment that even when you brought up all those feelings that someone may be having, what is it that you could share with them? Maybe some steps, a tip, something that's going to start to help them open up, maybe release that and create something new. The first thing that someone can do when they begin to experience anxiety and or panic is to take a breath. And breath, just a conscious breath. I breathe in and I breathe out. And breath is the breath is the tree that will stop a speeding bullet when we are in anxiety and stress. Our brain cannot think about what's not what's happening um, and breathe consciously at the same time. So that's one of the best space things that you can do. And once we have a few breaths, what we do is we give ourselves space then to be aware of where we actually are. And so when we're aware that we're actually safe, we're saying, Oh my God, I'm so scared. I'm going to, there's something's coming through the door. We're sitting on the couch. It's Sunday morning. We got coffee and jazz. And so we make up this stuff. So a breath and then space to realize that we, where we really are to claim that I am okay. And this is just a memory and I choose to let it go. The biggest key in what Andrea just said, one of the ones that I choose to just is for people to just say, it's only a memory. It's only a memory. It's only a memory. Because that's all that it is, and it's all the attention we require giving it to us. Sometimes when you sit down with a coach, we can go into what the memory is so that you could. But really, the first diffuse is, is to take the power from the memory. And you do that by just saying, you remove the power by saying, this is only a memory. Because in the memory, you survived, and that's why you're here. So it's only a memory. There's so much belief that whatever it is that we're experiencing or that what we experience, it's that I almost died. I almost died. We almost had a wreck. We almost this. We almost that. We almost, almost, almost. And this could have happened and that could have happened and this could have happened. And the truth is it didn't. 
and we all lived. But our body is remembering the almost, 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 almost. And it's just a memory. You know, oh, go ahead. I was just, my mother fell down the stairs last summer. Um, and everybody was like, oh my God, oh my God, she could have died, she could have died, she could have died, she almost died. What, 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 what? And I said, and she lived. And it just, the, the entire family began to focus completely differently. It's where we've held on to what didn't instead of what did. I was just going to say, Gio and I are reading, we just got done reading a book very similar to everything that you're just saying. And we actually are considering using it as part of the resources that we would offer someone to read because it's a story of a woman's life that she wants to take her life. And then it's almost like the um, it's not miracle on 34th street, but when um, beautiful life, when you get to kind of like, what would my life be if things had been, had changed, right? It's kind of, or if I didn't exist, or if I would have made different decisions, the woulda, coulda, shouldas, and the fear of, but I didn't, or, and there's multiple millions of outcomes that can happen in our lives based on the choices that we have. But we get so dang stuck on thinking, but this is the worst life. Poor me. It, things should be better. Things could be better, whatever, whatever. Anyway, this lady goes through this transformation of, of actually being able to step into some of these lives. And that I don't want to give the book totally away, but she just totally goes through this transformation of she begins to realize there really wasn't it. There's nothing wrong with what she has. It's her outlook and what she already has in front of her is the main is the main thing. So it's taking those negatives and the what ifs and going, what if we don't know, we, but don't harbor on the what if look harbor on the what could like, oh my God, this could be. We, we, what we put our attention on is what we become and what we receive. Okay. And so we can make a choice. You can choose to think about all the boogity boogity of the past, or you can imagine and play in the boogity boogity, lovely, lovely that you choose to create in the future. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware that every single thing I ever did brought me to where I am. Thank God for all of the boogity boogity, because it's what put me on mission and purpose. And I'm aware that there is no growth unless we have some kind of challenge. It's what we do with that challenge that that supersedes who we are, that, that creates the trajectory that and how we move forward. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember this just reminds me. I had, I had a client in the past that was worried all about everybody, you know, her whole family. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if that? Happens? I, I walked her all the way through. What if? I'm like, okay, now that happened. Now what? Well, then, th- what, what would that mean? Oh, well, it would mean that. Okay, and now what? What that mean? Well, well, now there's this. I'm like, and then now was this? Now, the, and we walked all the way through all her what ifs, all the way down. And at the end of it, what happened was death. And what I got from that is I said, what do you know about death? I said, are you scared to death? And she had witnessed her grandmother die in pain and shrivel up and fight it the whole time. And as a young child, she'd been next to her. So she learned to be scared of death. So every all these little things could get you to death eventually. 
But she said, I, I had no idea I actually believed that. I'm like, I understand. Cause she stayed in all, she stayed in all the anxiety of these what ifs. And when we walked them all the way down to get what it was, then we had an understanding. Oh, okay. And now can you do that completely differently? Because can you see death differently? Can you see that it's an ascension and a connection to your divine source? And she was like, yes, there you go. And, and that was it. So the what ifs can create that storyline, but there's a memory underneath of it. That's why I said, if we just say it's only a memory because the memory has no power, it may have a great revelation and awareness to it so that you can shift it, but you're keeping it in power. And that keeping that bit in power had her running around like a, well, with a chicken with her head cut off. <laughs> it's exhausting. Hi, this is Jess Molly Mercier of JMM Artist Designer. I'm a brand strategist, graphic and web designer, and an abstract artist. My passion is helping business owners take their business to the next level with strategic, polished, and professional branding. I believe that your visual handshake can connect you emotionally with the clients you truly want to help succeed. You can find me at jmmartistdesigner.com or on Facebook and Instagram at jmmartistdesigner. I look forward to connecting with you. JMM Artist Designer, branding with a soul. I know that our viewers and our listeners are going to ask this because, again, we're coaches. Some people are our clients. Some people are just our viewers and listeners. What Take us down the road of like what anxiety coaching is because I, I, I love super niche coaching. I think it's like, totally needed. So many women in America suffer from anxiety. Some know, some don't. Some, some know that they are, some don't, but what is anxiety coaching and, and, and specifically, how do you coach your clients? So Carrie and I have very specific set of tools that we use. Um, Carrie and I came up through a system where we learned how to translate language. So for example, if someone gets, you get on, usually the first three words that someone speaks is the code. That's the root. So she'll go, I don't feel like that. I blah, 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 blah. So the question would be, where did you learn? Where, where did you leave yourself in feeling? And so there's that portion of it. And so it's just a, it's a discovering of what the root is unconsciously through the, through our words. And then we create decrees, which um, are statements based in your own experiences that actually support us re reprogramming the beliefs. And then Carrie and I also incorporate body language translation because every itch scratch movement, everything in your body, every dis hyphen ease, um, whatever's coming up, that is the way that your body talks. And you may have the experience, somebody will ask a question and they go. And so what have you been backed out of? And we've learned to, Carrie and I have learned to translate every single thing. And life, 
it's, it's happening all around us. And so what we do is we support, we, we get to the root, we find the root quickly. We support them through decrees and reprogramming and changing the lens of their core beliefs so that they can begin to, so they can create, um, as you've said, the, redesign life as they choose on their own terms, their authoring. And one of the things that we're aware of is what we've been feeling or believing was creating the problem is usually not it. And, um, but there's a feeling that's running their life and feelings have partners and we may have been believing in fear. And what we're here to do is to walk by faith. We may have been believing in apathy. We're here to be in passion. We may have been believing in grief. We're here to be in pleasure. And that's why we talk, you know, we're, we, we use decrees that are based in scripture because there is a duality in uh, consciousness and paradigm shifting that we can be in one place and yet desire to be somewhere else. It's where we actually be, get the strength to do the pull up, the result of going to the gym and having it. And then it's, so that's how we reprogram um, our brains to where the go-to is the truth of ourself. What I love about our system is that we listen to their words. It creates formulated questions. And when they answer, they come to their own mm-hmm. understanding. They're bringing it forward. It's not me telling you you know what, according to this, you've got this that goes to this and then to that. And, and that's what I loved is that, that example that I gave, I just kept asking her questions. Now what? And now what? Now what? And then are you scared to death? And she was like, <laughs> but we walk them all the way through so that they find it themselves. They'll discover their own root cause. Love it. Okay. I, I listen to the two of you. I'm like, when I say cutting edge, it's not like, oh, we, we know something that other people don't. I don't, it's not that. But when I, in my mind, I very much think that Gio and I are on the cutting edge of relationship coaching. I mean, even just what women are experiencing in the world, we, we, we're very much like, what is going on out there? Not just, oh, we're just in our homes and our little caves just trying to do this work. No, we, we're, it's like we're in the front of the battleground out front going, Hey, we'll take the charge. Like we're out here. We're, we're willing to risk it for the biscuit. Right. But so are the two of you. So what do you feel like is going on right now just with anxiety and, or from your perspectives, the coaching world in general? So what's going on is the, the question is what's going on with anxiety in the coaching world? Well, kind of two things. One, what do you what do you see as like going on with just anxiety with your clients or just what you see in general, right? Because that's the topic. And then obviously we're in the year 2023. Then separately from that, or it can be the same, I guess. What do you see in the coaching world, like cutting edge, new things, you know, like, wow, this trend is I mean, not even a trend, but this scope is really beginning to develop. So... In anxiety, what I what we see so much of is we'll find people. We find so many people that are constantly worried, and a belief that that's how you do it. Like this is what we, and they're addicted to it. Mm. It's like they're got to get my daily dose of worry. Got to get it in there because 
this is how we do it. And this is how life is. You worry because with the belief that worrying keeps you focused. And yet we all know that's not true. But the worry keeps your eye on the ball. And that way you can control it and you can keep going. And that's what I that's what we hear a, a lot of. And it's the hard way. They're tired because it's hard. It's because they're using the 5% of their conscious mind to try to move the mountain when the 95% of their subconscious mind is actually what is happening, which is what we tap into is that unknown area so that you can work with what you've, you haven't known and actually create easy movement. It's hard because 5% is hard. You know, who, who uses their phone on 5% for very long? <laughs> no one, no one, no <laughs> one. No, the first thing you do is go, oh my God, I got, I got to charge it. Where's my charger? Exactly. Which is where you want to go take a nap. <laughs> Let's go take a nap and check out for a couple hours. See if it gets better when I wake up. Yeah. What I see is the greatest movement in relationship and anxiety, whatever. It, it's, it's all of us remembering our own great security. We were, our, we had parents that had yet to teach us how to feel secure about what we feel, who we are, what we do. And it's, it's where we, the way that we teach security is that if you fall down, you look behind you, your parent is there to tell you you're, you're okay. And then you get on the bicycle and you pedal a few and you fall over and your parents go, you got it. It's okay. And we've been, we've forgotten that we were, oh, it's okay for us to say, it's okay for us to love. It's okay to be who we are. We're too scared to be ourselves. And so there's a great remembering of security and reparenting ourselves. And we, I've learned to call on divine mother because it requires getting bigger and bigger to remember how secure I am and secure to stay in my body and be me. And then what's new in coaching and anxiety? I choose to know if there's anything new. What I'm aware of is that neuroscience is proving over and over again that in the power of our words create our reality. Where we put our attention, where we put our focus is what we are coming into. And so it's it's a remembering um, so to speak, and are learning that we are we are God creating our own life through the power of our words and our feelings. And is that new? No, it's a remembering. Yeah, really and truly, none of this is new. Mm-mm. It's all been on our body. It's we always say it's a divine blueprint. We just put life's excuse me shit on top of it. And so now we're allowing it to rise to who we're truly meant to be. So it's not new. It's that it's an awakening of what we've buried. Yeah, an awareness. I do think, though, the whole thought process of neuroscience in general, when it first came out, I think it was like, what? But I think it's being supported more and more. You see things, you have the books. I mean, like, it's just, it's no longer, oh, come on, guys. That's just, it's, I actually love it because like science has now matched up with the coaching world. And it's like, you can go through these process, like, no, just, and I love that people are more open about it. 
Like it's just, so yeah, I completely agree. Nothing yeah. is new under the sun except for just the availability. I feel like people are more aware and accepting of the neuroscience behind it because it is science. And then the, you put in the coaching and then people are getting results. And they're like, well, you can't argue with that. Mm-mm. What are you going to say against it? So yes. Like the human genome project, which where we began to see where how DNA was affected. And so they're having it. There's a deeper understanding through science of what's happening in our bodies and the power of our words because we're electric. And so this which is speaking, which allows uh, paradigm shifting from in in quantum physics to become a, a viable way of using. Um, different modalities to completely shift and change what's in us. Because I'm aware, Carrie and I are aware that the work that we do when we begin to actually heal through our experiences, it shifts our DNA. And our DNA can be seen in, in, in changing through the lens of the eye. And that shows up in eye readings, which is something that she and I both do. And if you look at pictures of my eyes five years ago and where they are today, my eyes are were so green because of the amount of trauma that I held. And now they're almost always blue. I love that. Well, and this episode, as we like just graciously wind it down, I love that there are so many new things that I think are going to come up. And I, I do see the quantum physics and the neuroscience it's just going to be time because there are people who even listen right now are listening to all of us and they go, wait a minute, what guys? Because they're on their own personal journey. But I think that people are open more than ever to say that is a possibility that I'd love to explore more of. So I know as a coach, I'm really excited to meet women like you to welcome really the universe to like, bring it on, like show us more, help us. Like you said, if we're only, if there's 5% that we're tapping into and the 95 is trying to take over, like shove the 95 to the side because that's all, we got a lot to work with. So it's very exciting to have two amazing women like yourself to come on and just share more really. And like Gio said, the niche of the scope of anxiety, it, and I love, thank God it's gone from, oh, she has anxiety to like, oh no, I understand. Like I get like, okay. Like it's, there's more compassion. There's compassion towards other people. And I think compassion towards ourselves that if we fall into those times of feeling that way, that it's that hopefully people aren't shaming themselves and they aren't shaming other people and that we give each other the space to really grow and hope, and I know that someone listening to this podcast today is me like, wow, these two ladies completely understood exactly where I'm at and what I'm feeling. So thank you so much for just coming on and sharing and being a part of our podcast. You are so welcome. welcome. Um, Before we close, we're going to have everything in the show notes. So if you're watching us live, you can just click on links. If you're listening to us on the replay, go to the show notes and, and get all your information. It is through embodied coaches on their socials. Um, I don't want to, speak for you guys, but I think you also do consults like we do. So like what yes. if someone's listening, someone's watching right now, what's the next step for them? And they're like, yes, anxiety. Yes. I, everything that you said resonated, what's the next step for them? So on our website, or you can either use the, you can use the link tree and it has on there where you can schedule a consult. 
And we offer a, a free consult and um, your first few words will tell us all of it. <laughs> I did go through your link too briefly. So easy. You just say a first few words. <laughs> Are you guys going to be anywhere in the next few months in Houston? Is that something on your link tree too? Because I know our in Houston community loves to go in person and events. Is there something coming up that we need to shout out right now? Or We have a women's retreat coming up in May. And uh, we just started a class. So Carrie and I do one-to-ones. We do classes and retreats. And so we just started a new class uh, this week, actually called Unity. It's a remembering of our love within, reigniting what we've, (laughs) what we agreed to, what we agreed to in relationship. And so we've got things all the time moving. So just kind of keep a follow and check in. They're like us. So ladies, are you listening, watching, just go to their link tree. We'll have that again in the show notes and just get on, get on where they're at. So um, we're going to close out the show. We're going to take you backstage, but thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate your time. We appreciate you again, creating the space for women going through anxiety um, and just educating us a little bit more on how we can all um, be a voice for those women. So thank you. Thank you, ladies. Welcome. Oh my God. As they're talking, I'm like, totally goes back to our thoughts and our feelings. Equal actions will equal our results because that's exactly what we teach our clients. And people don't want to get in the feelings. They don't want to get in the thoughts. They don't want to have that emotional um, breakthrough. But I mean, hey, we're not the only ones out there. I love it. I feel like people are like, man, there's more. There's more geos and events. Yes, there are. Uh, We're so thankful to that's what you're saying. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, it is. We're very thankful again that the universe brought us these women that we're recording on uh International Women's Day and that we're also featuring this during um, National Women's History Month. So thank you to our beautiful guests. Again, if you're listening or watching and you're like, I need more, message us, DM us, book a consult with us as well. We are here to help you with any relationship that needs love in your life. Until next week, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Redesigning Your Relationship Podcast. Don't forget to comment, ask a question, and leave a review for this podcast. We are committed to providing information and tools for our listeners to take action steps in all of their relationships. If you would like more information to connect with us personally or begin your journey of creating the relationships you've always wanted, then please visit us at ygcollaborations.com.